Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. afternoon everybody it's jay scott with the hook rocks the ultimate rock community podcast hope everyone's having a good day i am a little bit in a feisty mood for things around the house here today so it may affect my attitude during this podcast but i think it'll be fun and i think it'll be entertaining nonetheless i'd like to welcome christy and eagle back to the show excited about that she uh Hi, Jay. Hey, how's it going? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm really good. Thanks for having me back. I'm super excited. Yes, I've been looking forward to it since we uh, finished the last episode, which was on the demise of rock radio, which is a great listen in case anyone hasn't checked it out yet. It really does. Um, we She does a great job of breaking down what's really going on in radio today with rock music and why it's become so irrelevant. Well, you know, I have a little update on from our last conversation um, regarding hearing new music, and especially on Sirius Radio, um, Sirius um, subscription radio, I guess. Okay. Uh, satellite radio. So I did some digging, and they have an app, and on their app, which you get free if you subscribe, there is a, a whole list of channels called Discovery. So if you like hard rock like we do, you can tune into the app and you can go to um, Discovery Octane. And they're really just playing a steady stream of new rock music. Um, and also I listen to the Spectrum. So kind of anything that you're into, they've got a channel for it. And they're just playing new music in that genre. So I want to give them a shout out for that. It's relatively new and that's why I didn't know about it. And further, you can actually become what's called a tastemaker. Now, I haven't had a chance to dig into it, but it's something like if you go to their website and you go to the tastemaker and you sign up, then they're going to come to you to listen to new music, and I guess you could put your two cents in on it if you like it or not. And 
I guess the more a, a young new band is liked by their tastemakers and the more noise it makes, then it's going to cross over to their satellite version of like Octane or Spectrum or Turbo. Well, not Turbo, that's the 90s, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's interesting. So it's almost like creating a focus group for what people are listening to. Exactly. So yeah. I was really kind of happy to hear that. And I heard some good new music on Octane. And when I get a chance, I'm going to check out Tastemaker. But I just wanted to kind of follow up on that. Um, because when I find out something that I didn't know before, I always like to say, oh, hey, you know what? They are actually doing something for new music, you know? So good for that. They really make rock fans work for it, don't they? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Like, I we'll know. play it, but you got to do all of this stuff before we play it. <laughs> yeah, you have to have like 10 million hits on your YouTube channel. Yeah. And our subscribers, and you have to, yeah, yeah, it's really hard. It's like, you know, and a lot of people aren't paying for, you know, who are rock fans are not going to pay for series because they have extensive album collections, right? Right. So, yeah, collection. it's like the dad going, you want to use the car tonight? Well, you got to cut the grass. You got to, you know, do the dishes. You got to do all these things. You you want your rock music? You need to sit down and tell us. And if enough people are think like you, we'll, we'll play them. But, hey, it's a start, I guess, right? You know, I know. I mean, in a, in a world where what you're going to hear over the air on, you know, um, Arrow is the classic rock. They have a couple classic rock stations here in Southern California. You know, I mean, you get that. Or again, you have to, like, basically have a, a Excel spreadsheet to figure out what you're listening to, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. It's just, um, well, to continue on our conversation about rock and roll relevancy, right? And, and, and how uh-huh. irrelevant it's become. We've had the Grammy nominations come out in the last couple of weeks. And before we dive into this conversation, I am going to make a statement. And that statement is, I understand why rock fans think rock music sucks. New rock music sucks. Because (laughs) if we are being told, outside of a couple nominations that rock music is what's the, what the Grammys have nominated, meaning, mm-hmm. you know, this is what they're telling us rock music is. Mm-hmm. Outside of the Rival Sons, who got nominated for Feral Roots, and I think the song, mm-hmm. I forget the song that got nominated. Mm-hmm. All yeah, the other bands, all the other bands in the category, first of all, are not rock. Okay. <laughs> are not rock at all like anything like i listened when we decided we were going to do this topic i I did a quick listen to all the bands that were nominated because i'm like i've never Mm -hmm. even heard of like cage the elephant i've heard of before and i do like cage the elephant but cage the elephant is not a rock band if anything if if anything they're alternative (laughs) right so yeah so so i have um i made little notes because I I'm the person with the Excel spreadsheet, a little note. Um, and at best rock LP, and I have okay, not rock, uh, not traditional rock, alternative, no guitar, no leads, no solos, uh, 
um, the cranberries, question mark, question mark. Um, okay. Um, and trauma uh, by I prevail. Um, that's more like seriously hard rock. And then the first one, Amo, I don't know what the hell that is. I have a question mark by it going, um, okay, not rock. <laughs> the cranberries have never been considered rock. Never. I, right. I know. Never. I know. Like they're alternative. They're, they're, they're one of the, the, you know, the, the bands that started the alternative movement was the cranberries, I, right? I, right. K-Rock. I'm like, I'm pretty sure K-Rock back in the day broke the cranberries, you know, along with the Pixies and, and a lot of other stuff and especially a lot of stuff coming out of the UK. Um, so when I, and then I know, you know, she passed a couple of years ago. So obviously this was recorded before and they were getting ready to put it out. But I don't know, would, would they have been happy knowing that it's, that they're being considered best rock LP? I listened to it. There's not a lot of rock on it. I, I, I the only question I have, like the, well, not the only question, because I have a lot of questions on this. But the first question I have is who the fuck makes these decisions on what yeah. songs are to be chosen for nominations? Like, who is sitting there? I mean, there's got to be a list that goes out to whoever has votes to decide the nominations. Yeah. But who is deciding this? Who's making these decisions? You know, like, yeah. So like you, yeah. What was the other one? Well, the the Kimberly Howard. What was uh, it? No, um, Kimberly had Brittany Howard. Brittany Howard. Brittany Brit Howard. Yeah, Brittany Howard. What I, is that? What is that? That's not rock. What uh, is that? And, and no. I, nowhere in the planet is that rock music. It's, I put kind of jazz, kind of spoken word. And that's for um, best rock performance, Brittany Howard for history of repeat. Um, I said kind of interesting, but I really wouldn't put that in the best rock performance. So, I mean, I looked up the Grammy stuff. So, you're a member of the Recording Arts and Sciences. You have to be an active member working in the industry in either a performance, a production, or a technical role. So, all, I guess they decide on a group of um, artists to put up, and then it gets whittled down by one or two rounds of voting, and then you come up with the nominees, and then here they are. And I'm like, I just don't know how anybody can who has been in the business or is in, currently in the music industry and listen to Brittany Howard and even by any stretch of the imagination think that this is a, a rock album or a rock performance. I'm not saying that I don't like it and then it's not good, but I'm just saying it's kind of, I don't know, fraudulent maybe? I don't know. Like there's no care. Like they don't care... They're not going to have the rock nomination or, or the rock award on television anyway. It's going to be given no, off camera. No, no. So, so they're yeah, like, oh, who sure. cares? No big deal. Rock is irrelevant. That's yeah. that's basically what they're telling us right now, right? Uh -huh. They are telling you. I mean, they're not coming out and saying it, but when you look at the Super Bowl act for the halftime show, when you look at these Grammy <laughs> nominations, they're telling you no one gives a shit about rock and roll anymore at all at all or they're trying to expand the genre to include something called bones uk is that the band and their song is pretty bones i don't even yeah and again 
they're up for best rock performance and I my my rocker friend was over he dropped off an old son amp for me this weekend and I said I want you to listen to some of the rock nominees and he's been a professional for 40 years and he listened to that and he goes well it's okay but it's not rock <laughs> and then I made him listen to all of them I think he hates me now and other than Gary Clark he's like none of it's really rock yeah Gary Clark <laughs> is more blues based but i can un- i right. under- i understand a rock nomination for gary clark i i i can make the connection i can i can see it right of of course rival sons it's a pure yeah, right. blues based rock album yeah absolutely so yeah. i get those right. everything else on those on that list all those other nominations are just like i understand now when if i'm a rock fan and I see the category for best rock performer, best rock song, and I see these nominations, I understand why they think new rock sucks. Because what they're being told rock and roll is today is not rock and roll, and it's shit, okay? I mean, Cage the Elephant, I do like their stuff, but like we said, Uh I don't consider them Uh rock and roll. They're more alternative. This... um, Brittany Howard, right. like that we just talked about. Like I, I, I thought I hit the wrong selection when I was playing. I had to go back and I say, did I, did I, did I hit the Brittany Howard song? Because this isn't rock. <laughs> and I'm sure, sure as shit, I look down. I'm like, oh, it is the Brittany Howard song. Yeah. And this is horrible. And this why is this in the rock? Not you know the rock category know. at all. And and I can't stress enough. If you are listening to this and you are a rock fan, I understand what you're saying now that when you hear that new rock sucks, but you can't go by these guidelines anymore. You can't trust these people to tell you what rock and roll is. This is not rock and roll outside of a couple of nominations. And I think they got it pretty much with the, the heavy metal nominations too as well. I think they got it. I think they got it pretty much right with all those, but yeah. You know, I don't know what they're trying to do to rock. They're trying to make it conform into something that is not what. I, I was trying to make it more compatible for or more enjoyable or something for millennials. So I will go over the best rock LP nominees so that okay. our, everybody can understand. So it's a band called AMO, Ammo, um, Bring the Horizon, um, then it's Social Cues by the band Cage Elephant and they had that great song a couple years ago No Rest for the Wicked which I think is a little bit more rock it's a great album I actually I had this in my library already and I was like surprised to see them nominated because I would never put them on a rock list right the next nominee nominees The Cranberries in the end which is kind of a pretty album it's, it's got a lot of melodies and a softer kind of song you know for her last work it's pretty nice um again i would never put it in a rock playlist ever and then there's um i prevail and the album is trauma and they're kind of a heavy metal band i hadn't heard of them before but um i actually like a couple of their tracks and, and it is rock but i'd put them in heavy metal or no and then really the only true rock album that is nominated for best rock lp is feral roots by red sun which is a phenomenal so, album, which is one of my phenomenal. favorite, if if not my favorite yeah. album for 2019. 
Yeah, it's on it's on my list. It's on my top ten list. So those are the best rock LPs. Um, and then so best rock performance was Bones UK, Pretty Bones. I was I put OK, kind of Nine Inch Nail, uh, This Land by Gary Clark Jr. Excellent, but you know rock performance. I'm not sure. Brittany Howard, History Repeats again, kind of weird. Kind of jazzy spoken word thing. Whatever. It's almost like it's almost like a Bjork influence. Yeah, exactly. And and the, but Bjork would have been. Um, she would have always been it. Like even when she was with the Sugar Cubes, that was always alternative rock. Right. It was never considered rock. And then somebody called Karen O and Danger Mouse, and I guess that's very popular out there. Woman and. Uh, <laughs> I just really, I didn't understand that. It had a nice time in B3. That's, that's all I can say about it. And then the song that um, Rap Sons is nominated for is called Too Bad, which is actually a very good track off that album. So yes. again, Rival Sons, in my opinion, should just win both these categories straight out. Not not even based on the merit of their album and their song, which are fantastic, but on the fact that they're the only actual rock band in these categories. Mm-hmm. If they do not win in both of these categories, it'll be like a like a like a, another slap in the face. I mean, it'll be a slap in the face and a kick in the ass. Before I came on here, I I wanted to ask a couple of friends of mine right away who um, you know, they're real big rock bands, and and one of them does a lot of trading with merch for Pearl Jam and, and some other bands. Um, and I'm like, you listen to new music, and he sent me a picture of Gary Clark Jr.'s album. He goes, I listen to this. And I was like, anything else? I'm like, what do you think of Vampire Di- uh, Vampire um, Weekend? And because they're they're nominated to in the rock category, and um, he was like, no, they suck. He goes, I, I, he goes, the new music that I've heard today is terrible. He goes, I just, I'm old, I'm cranky, I'm lazy, I'm not going to be listening to it. And I was like, oh. And I said, well, do you think the Grammys are relevant? And he goes. Absolutely not. No way. I. This is a dude. If he is basing his "I don't like new rock music" on what's being shoved down our throats, and we're being told, you know, what is rock music, then yes, I agree with him. But there are so many great albums by new artists that I've talked about numerous times. There's so many albums by existing artists that are great as well. You know, I mean. While you're while you were mentioning all those albums or all those artists, I kept thinking about well, you know, I know I know everyone talks about Feral Roots by Rival Sons being a great album, but what about the last LA Guns album that was great? Oh yeah, right? I have that. That's in my top ten too. Yeah, I mean that was a great album. I mean I don't know if EPs are considered um you know best rock performance but what about dirty honey or what about joyous wolf what about right you know the man yeah i mean it's like there's so much great music out there and then you pick all this stuff that's just i i I don't even like who is making these decisions who's in charge of researching and pulling what they think is the best out of each genre who's responsible for that is it one person is it a group of people I don't know, but what they chose and what they decided on is absolute crap outside of a couple, you know, that, you know, we, we have to put that well, they, well, they claim that this is the one album that is a, 
I mean, this is the one award that is peer awarded. So it's peer to peer. There's no influence from sales or radio play or streaming or downloads. And it's based basically on the merits of the album of the work itself by people who work in rock, in metal, in alternative. No one who works in rock and metal, no one who works in (laughs) rock and metal would choose Brittany Howard as best rock performance. No one. Nobody with a brain, nobody with 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 intelligence higher than a than a than a doorknob would choose Brittany Howard in best rock performance. Nobody would do that. Who is telling? They're lying. They're li- check their credentials. Let me see, you know, like you know, check their resume. Check their resume. I I know. Well, I don't know if you got to hear Bones UK, um, and for best rock performance, and I'm like. Um, okay, they're interesting, but, you know, so I went, I, I put together my small list of nine albums that I like from this year and that the voters over at the Academy could have selected as well because these released, I believe, in the right time frame. The Raconteur, Helpless uh, Stranger. Yes. The Black Keys, Let's Rock, yes. Tool, Fair Inoculum. Now, I know Tool did get nominated for a couple of things. I'm going to go Little Country. I love Orville Peck, Pony. There's a great album this year. Not familiar. Uh, a new one I just found. Um, he's, he's, he's a kind of mass cowboy out of Canada, but he's a punk rocker, and now he's doing this country thing. It's, it's a thing. I mean, he's really talented. But that, that album has its place in when I'm in the mood for it, right? But it's good music, right? It should never be nominated for rock, right? Um, Deaf Radio, Modern Panic, just found that to um, keep rock live. Awesome. Rival Suns, Feral Roots, Corn, Cold. That's a fucking rock album. Oh, my God. Guns, uh, L.A. Guns, W. No. And a weird one for me, Abby Kaplan, kind of more of a singer-songwriter. He would probably go on Alternative or Americana, right? But those are but Rock Tour is a Black Keys tool. Those are all albums that should have been nominated. Absolutely, for album of, rock album of the year. Absolutely. I mean, the Rank of Tour is uh, that's one of my favorite records for this year. The Black Keys. That's a phenomenal record. Um, L.A. Guns. The Devil You Know. I saw them live. Um, I have the album. Incredible. I also saw the Rank of Tours live too, and they were great. So those are three Incredible. albums plus plus. Uh, Rival Sons, Feral Roots. So that's right. four albums that you and I probably would agree on. If I had to think, I mean, I'm not opposed to Gary Clark. I think that's a great record, too. I don't think it's yeah. his best, but I think it's a great record. I'm trying to think. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of EPs that are uh, released that oh, yeah. are out there. But, yeah. yeah, I just, I don't even know. I mean, even the album released by Blacktop Mojo, their, their latest, which is a great record. Uh, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy that was released I think uh, late spring I want to say uh, phenomenal album they're out of Austin Texas but I don't know if independent records get noticed or or get any consideration uh, I don't think that they do I think if it's on an independent label you know Rival Sons just switched from an independent to Atlantic this past year for this album uh, yes I don't know I don't know if that if that means or makes a difference. Well, it says, uh, so for best rock song, um, the songwriters award includes rock, hard rock and metal songs. A song is eligible if it was first released or if it first achieved prominence during an eligibility year. 
artist name appears in parentheses. Singles are tracked only. So this is the song writers for the best rock song. Here are the nominees. Fear Inoculum by Tool, written by Tool. Give Yourself a Try by the 1975. I actually have the 1975 in my library. I kind of like them, but I'm not sure if I would nominate them in rock. Again, a song called Give Yourself a Try. And then a band called Vampire Weekend, um, Ezra Koenig, songwriter for Harmony Hall, which is a melodic, pretty song. I just can't wrap my brain around Vampire Weekend, which is strange because it seems like a, a no-brainer for me. But And then Brittany Howard, songwriter Brittany Howard for History Repeats. And this land, Gary, Jar- Gary Clark Jr. So there's one rock song called Fair Inoculum, I think, and the rest of them don't qualify for best rock song. Yeah, Gary Clark, I would, I would, I would say more blues than anything. Blues. Yeah. Yeah. I just, right? I don't even. This is so, the state of affairs that we uh, we currently have. This is the state of rock and roll that you know we've we've done this to ourselves as rock fans. Let's face it. I mean, we can beat around the bush and say, oh, you know, look at what they're you know giving us in terms of nominations, but. When it comes down to it, if you want to keep peeling, you know, away the the orange, right? If you want to keep peeling the orange, when it comes down to the seeds, the seeds are rooted in the rock band. And uh-huh. I completely understand if someone is an ACDC fan, a Led Zeppelin fan, whomever, that when they see the uh-huh. rock nominations for the Grammys and they, out of curiosity, go and check out some of these nominees... Uh-huh. I can understand when they say this shit sucks. I'm not listening yeah, to this stuff. Yeah, that's my friend. You yeah, know? my friend today was like, "Are you are you kidding me?" He's like, "Why are you even bringing this to me?" Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you know, I guess I thought you liked music and write music. I, I think what would be helpful today is when we speak about rock and roll as a genre that there should be some defining criteria, right? I agree. I'm like. It, it 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 has it's guitar based music, right? So that the songs are primarily written on guitar or maybe piano. Um, it um, it has a bridge, a chorus, <laughs> you know, a bridge, a chorus, break, bridge, chorus. It has a known pattern of what yeah. rock songs should contain, yeah. right? Structurally, yep. right? As a lead vocalist. Um, with backing vocals or not, but whatever. Um, most of it is not looped, or um, or if it is looped, it's looped live, and they use that music live, but it's not sample. You're not adding a lot of samples. Um, rock and roll, for me, this is my opinion, doesn't contain a whole lot of turntable as, as a predominant instrument, maybe just as a background, like Incubus uses, you know. Um, and and there's at least some at some point there's a guitar solo or it's guitar forward music. That those would be my criteria for rock music. And if you if you don't fit into that criteria, you know, as a category, then your music like Ammo and Cage and Cranberries and you know, they they would not make the cut for best rock album. I well, first of all, one hundred percent agree. 
But I just keep going back to, it says people in the industry. Now, are they, are they talking about people as a whole in the, in the whole music industry? Are they talking specific to rock music? Because no one in rock who is a rock band would tell you that any one of these outside of one or two is rock music. And, you know, it's basically, first of all, they don't care. Because, like I said before, this award is not going to be given on camera. It's going to be off camera. Right, because rock yeah. is irrelevant. Right. Is irrelevant. Right. That's the biggest thing. It's not going to be given on camera. There's going to be. No, it's not. I don't know who's going to be opening the show, but probably it's not going to be any more rock performer. I think the last one they used was ACDC. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know of any major rock acts that have an album coming out. Maybe, maybe you know, with the with the news of Motley Crue. Coming back, mm-hmm. maybe Motley Crue. That's the other thing, too, right? What about the song The Dirt? Oh, I know. That came out this year. Yeah. Uh, the, they released an album for... They, re- they released a, so, a, a soundtrack album, but it had three or four new tracks on it. One of, one of them was right. the, the disastrous Madonna cover, which... I don't know what I don't know what people were thinking in that room, but someone needs to step up yeah. and say, "Nikki, we're not no. doing that. Tommy, we're not doing that." It sounds, it, yeah. Let's just move yeah. on and pretend that didn't happen. Um, yeah. But but as far as the dirt, I mean, that's a great rock song. That was one of the most downloaded rock songs over the summer. Right. You know, and 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 here and here's what that album begat. Right, that album. I mean, that movie, that documentary, has now spawned a tour. Right. Right. So I'm sure that they're going to go out on tour, and it would be great if they would take somebody new. Yes. Right. We've yes. discussed that. But you know what, Bobby Cruz probably sitting there. They're all millionaires, multimillionaires, but they're probably thinking, "Oh my God, how much money are we leaving on the table by not touring?" Right. And number two merch sales you know you can go out on a, a 18 month tour or 12 month tour and you're really going to make the bulk of your money as long as you own the copyrights and you get a large percentage as band individual band member you can make a fortune on the merch alone so it's like worth your time as like an old band like motley Crue. and let's face it they're an old band um to go out on the road again i have a friend who is a rock and roll purist. And I and I consider myself one too for the most part. And when they announced the tour that they were, you know, with Def Leppard and Poison, my phone just started blowing oh, up with my friend yeah. texting yeah. me and this is bullshit and this is crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, listen, the whole thing when they when they sign that contract, it's called a publicity yeah. stunt. And there's yeah, only yeah, one yeah. thing that makes more money than a farewell tour. And that's the reunion <laughs> tour. Okay, um, so with the success of the dirt, you knew it was coming sooner or later. Oh yeah. No, okay, no, yeah. no band, no business partner of that band, no band manager is going to allow their client to leave that much money on the table, and they shouldn't. Okay. They shouldn't leave that yeah. much money on the table. Nobody would do that. I understand the frustration of crew fans, and I understand. Well, they they signed this contract. It's publicity stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's it's nothing yeah. more than that. I think if the dirt never would have came out, 
I don't think right. that there probably would be this tour. I will say that. Um, I, I agree. I, you know, but you can't argue with what is successful. And that movie probably, it, it was more successful than they could ever imagine in terms of the response from the people, plus the younger generation responding uh-huh. to Motley Crue. Let's, uh-huh. and, and let's not, let's not forget the younger generation responding to Motley Crue in the type of environment we have right now in society. Me okay. too. I kept thinking to myself prior to that movie being released that it will never see the light of day because of the content uh-huh. and because of who they were, because of the Me Too movement and what's going on. I kept uh-huh. saying that to people. I'm like, I, I, I don't see this movie ever coming out. And it did. And it was great. I enjoyed it because I lived through that whole Motley Crue uh-huh. era and the whole 80s rock uh-huh. era. But I was surprised that it came out. I mean, the opening scene alone is, uh-huh. you know, jaw-dropping, uh-huh. right? So, so and, and I've often said, too, that a band like Motley Crue could not exist today. I'm starting to think, uh-huh. the, I'm starting to think the other way. I think a band like Motley Crue needs to exist today, you know, but... Well, you know, I don't, well, see, I don't think they would come up the same way that they did, right? Right. Um, I think I, if they were to break out today and, and I think that radio programmers would be very hesitant to add them to uh, their wheel and their format, you know, maybe, maybe one kind of innocuous song if they had one, but they're certainly not going to be adding, you know, uh, the majority of their songs, right? There's just no way. And a lot, there's a lot of young people in the in the record and the radio industry now, and they're um, from that from the generation underneath us. You know, they believe in environmental justice and uh, the whole nine yards and women's rights and feminists and Me Too and all of that. And I just don't see them being favorable to that kind of rock and roll. But to get back to the academy voters, right, these are people that are actually working in the industry and supposedly rock voters vote and nominate the rock categories. You know, the jazz people do the jazz, Americana do the Americana. I don't know who does the alternative. What do you, I mean, I guess somebody who's an expert in alternative rock and alternative music does that. But if you're going to select, I mean, I would not select, even as raunchy as Molly Crew is and politically incorrect in this day and age, I would take them over Ammo, whatever that is, or um, the Cranberries, sorry, or Cage of Elephant for Best Rock Album of the Year. Because at the end of the day, at least Molly Crew is rock and roll. Yes. I mean... So, uh, I could. I love the song "The Dirt." Their new the new song is great. For that not to see the light of day in a nomination for people in the quote unquote industry to not consider right. that song that was as huge of a hit as a hit as a song can be in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what they're listening to. I I don't know what what's going on or who who is selecting well, these songs. You know, and again, the nomination says received prominence, right? Uh, that album was prominent. The Dirt was prominent. It's talked about 
for over a year now, since the minute it came out or like the week before it dropped, people are aware of it. People know it. Young people know it. It's gotten airplay over the air. It's gotten, you know, satellite, radio subscription, download, stream, Spotify, now concert. I'm like, so it's kind of almost hard. You, you almost purposely have to say, I'm going to ignore that because of my personal bias against it or something like that. And I'm going to go with something that I like, which doesn't sound anything like rock and roll. I, I mean, is that thought process? I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, the Grammys, okay, the, the, the Grammys have always have had a rocky relationship with rock music and the rock band. Yeah. Going back to yeah. when they chose Jethro Tull over Metallica yeah. in the Grammys. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and quite frankly, yeah. they've never been able to get the respect of rock fans back since that happened. No. You know, I mean, I know they selected Motley or Metallica at a later, yeah. you know, a, a couple years later or the year after, but... Ever since then, the credibility with rock bands, the Grammys has never had it. But they don't have any respect for rock music. I mean, this is based, this is a blatant, as is, 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 is much of a blatant sign of disrespect to a genre yeah. of music that you could possibly yeah. give. I mean, I mean, I don't know yeah. how much worse it could be for rock bands when you look at the list of nominations for this year and just, and just, I, 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 I don't even know what to say. I mean, I've been listening to good you know, rock music, to great rock music all year long that's been released this yeah, year. Me too. And the only one that gets any type of recognition is is Rival Sons. Yeah. I can I can cross the bridge to the to the Gary Clark album because I have that album uh-huh. and, it's, and it's a great album. Uh-huh. But I just I don't know, man. I I I Huh. I, it's kind of disrespectful because I can't think of one uh, music piece of music history other, you know, the dirt that was just constantly dominating conversations all year long. I talked about it with people at work who don't, I didn't even know they liked rock and roll. They're like, oh, do you see the dirt? Damn, that's awesome. Molly Crew, I love them. They're one of my favorite bands. So I, I turn my kids onto it. I'm like, so it's a prominent album this year. So much discussion about it. So many downloads. So much streaming. Um, to me, it's what they could have done. Let's talk about what they could have done, right? They could have said, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna nominate this Motley Crue album, and we're gonna bring a whole entire old and new generation of rock listeners and consumers to the Grammys, right? Bring them into the fold and go, we're not so anticipated or out of touch. We're going to nominate all these weird fuckers as, you know, rock bands, but we're going to actually nominate a rock band from L.A. <laughs> it just seems to me it's opportunity lost like times 10,000, you know? But you're right. I posted on my, my personal Facebook page about waiting to see the dirt. You know, waiting till midnight struck or oh, yeah. whenever that was released. Right. And I, I started right. having my friends respond to me who I didn't even know liked rock music. I didn't even right. know that were crew fans. I mean, they started coming out of the woodwork. And then people for the following week started talking about the movie and the response. And it was all positive. 
It was great. Right. And there were even women. Yeah. I mean, let's 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 be honest. I, I mean, you yeah, know, yeah, Motley Crue, you know, was is was known <laughs> back in the day of, of of objectifying women and and just yeah. doing what they had to do. I mean, so that's what they did. That's what they did. And and there were friends of mine, female friends of mine who were just, "Oh, the movie was great. It was awesome. It brought back so many <laughs> memories." So, right. you know, I, and I don't want to get in a political discussion, but it's I, I almost think that there's like two different worlds or two different realities that we live in. Right. We live in this reality right. where people aren't easily offended and people kind of, yeah. you know, if they don't like something, they'll turn it off or change the channel. Yeah. And then you right. have people that look for ways to be offended. And, right. uh, you know, it's, it's, but it's almost like the people that look for ways to be offended have the louder platform, the louder voice. Uh-huh. Now, granted, I mean, there are things that are out there that are just crazy and sick and you should be like, wow, that's, that's ridiculous. I get it. But like I said to you moments earlier, I kept waiting for this movie to be pulled because of the climate that we right. live in right now and, and the world we uh-huh. live in because I read the book. And, you know, my right. son, my son, who's 14, wants to read the book. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, you know, wait a couple more years oh, before you read this, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, right, right. Um, but, yeah, I was surprised and shocked that it went over well as it did. Now, it didn't go over well with the critics, but the critics are always the elitists right. and always the ones that right. tell you what to listen to, what not to. And I don't understand why, as rock bands, we continue to listen to critics um, especially the ones that have their platforms on YouTube and whatnot. Rock and roll has never been about the critics. It's always been the middle finger of all the musical genres. Yeah. And you like what you like, and you listen to what you listen to, whatever connects with you, right? You can connect right. with Metallica. You can connect with Slipknot. You can connect with Bon Jovi. Right. You can connect with whomever. Right. It's your palate. Don't let anybody tell you what is cool and what is not cool. It's, it's subjective. I think it's objective until you start putting it into an organized competition and you have rules and regulations since 1958, right? I think rock and roll should be clearly established since Grammys came into existence. And it's like, you know, old, like you're not going to go to jazz and hear all this weird kind of rock and head-banging music nominated for jazz. Best jazz album, you know, Molly Crew's of Dirt. That's not going to happen, right? But the rock category seems to be a category where it's kind of anything goes. Let's ignore what's going on in the real world, what has come to prominence in 2019. Um, And let's, let's, nominate people that you know we like that we play at our parties our dinner parties and you know it's not Molly Crew, right and and I just think there needs to be like no wait a second we have a criteria we have a checklist for all the music categories and you have to meet these categories to go into particular subcategories I, I don't know how hard that is and, and when they do things like this, and I remember what year was it that Steely Dan won Album of the Year? And it was really for one of their later albums that wasn't very good. And I think a lot of people lost faith in, you know, this whole entire organization at that point. But every year they have a chance to redeem themselves and they don't. What dinner party 
are people going to where Brittany Howard <laughs> is being played in the background? That's a dinner party that I don't last very long at. That's like that's like I make my appearance, I say my hellos, I have a beer, and then I leave. And I go and get like, you know, some some real food instead of like the tofu that they're gonna serve, you know? It's vegan, all right? Um, yeah, that's a dinner so, party yeah. I don't want to be at. Yeah, exactly, exactly. In Bones, UK. I mean, the thing about, and I talked to my friend, I was like, waiting at Molly Crew, and he's like, I hate them. They were my neighbors back in the day, and they used to throw loud, stupid parties, and, you know, and I just, I hate them from that. I'm probably never going to like their music. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Well, you know, okay. And, you know, I mean, he hates it, right? But that still doesn't mean that it wasn't prominent this year and that people weren't talking and didn't create a buzz and stir up a whole new tour and millions of dollars worth of commerce. You know, I'm like, you can make the argument. You can make the argument (laughs) that through all of 2019, the most popular search, the most popular, you want to call it buzz about rock and roll was the movie, Uh The Dirt. And yep. you know, obviously Queen had their movie, but that was oh, yeah. more was that that was that was late last year. That was 2018, I want to say, right? So was that? I can't, yeah, yeah. Well, because it won Best Picture last year for the for the oh, yeah, Oscars, yeah, yeah. so that's it had to be right. that's right. Yeah, it had to be 2018. Right. So 2018, right. the biggest buzz was Queen, and yeah. you can make the argument 2019, the biggest buzz in rock and roll was Motley Crue with the movie The Dirt and the song The Dirt. I mean, that was go. the the most popular song they've had since the Doctor Feelgood album. Oh yeah, oh by far and away. And you know, I mean, like I said, maybe you don't like them. Maybe it's not your thing. You know, maybe you like LA Guns a little bit more. Well, you <laughs> can't you argue like- with what really happened, though, right? No, that's what I'm saying. But, you know, your subjective points of view, your personal point of view, sometimes always, you know, it matters in what you're listening to it in, in your phone and in your house, right, in your car. You know, but at large, when something like this happens, you know, the dirt comes out and it creates a buzz and it actually generates interest in rock. You know, maybe it's not your flavor of rock, but hey, it's bringing in new people. It's selling Fender's track. It's getting people excited about having a garage band. It's getting excited, young people excited about going to see a concert. Well, it's quite frankly, a bunch of, you know, old rock. <laughs> like, I mean, and I say that because I'm old and I can say it. Um, you know, so they're going to be excited about that. You know, I just don't see that same conversation let me pick somebody else. Um, I won't pick on for Brittany this time, but um, Vampire Weekend, Harmony Hall. I'm like, um, the 1975. Um, I don't get it. There was, I don't remember having conversations around the water cooler about either one of those artists or saying like, can you believe they revived their career and they're like back and they're, and, and they're viable and people are listening and they're creating a buzz. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I, my, my fourteen-year-old son has been begging me to see the movie The Dirt since it came out. Know, you know, him and his dirt. friends are all—they all want to see it, right? And right. think about that, though. Think about that, and right. that generation is interested in seeing that movie 
And if you want right. to, if you want to ask yourself why is Motley Crue touring again, that's the reason. Yeah. You can. Exactly. I mean, obviously, there's the money that we talked about. Yeah. But yeah. If Motley Crue wants to live on, they need yeah. to capture the generation now. And that's one thing exactly. that I that I've even heard David Lee Roth talk about, where his frustration yeah. with the Van Halen brothers is that. You don't hear Van Halen songs in movies anymore. You don't see Van Halen songs or hear Van Halen songs in commercials. And a whole generation is missing that. They're not connecting with that. And Motley Crue was able to put out a product, a movie, and music that connected to the 14-year-olds, the 15-year-olds in high school. That They want to see this band. They want to know what this band is about. They want to know. They want to hear it. Yeah, I mean, you know, and 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 so once you get to Motley Crue, you get to rock and roll, right? Then you go, what else? The other big buzz this year, of course, was you know, Fair Inoculum. Thirteen years later, Tool releases their long anticipated a follow up. Follow up. I don't even know what it is after thirteen years. The resurrection. Yeah, right. But right, but um. I know, you know, my 26-year-old niece absolutely loves them. She, like, probably sold a kidney to get to the show, right? And she went, and all her friends went, and they're 26, 25, 27, you know, and her favorite band, I would say, besides Tool, is Panic at the Disco, so it's kind of, and that's considered rock, and I'm like, whoa, okay, does have a guitar, so I'm like, technically, yes, and I mean, I, I don't think they're terrible, but I don't think they're great, but but it got her to Tool, you know, and I don't know how she did Tool, but she got there. And then once you're at Tool, then you can start exploring other genres within the category, right? Maybe she'll never get to Motley Crue, but maybe she'll get to Led Zeppelin. You know, maybe she'll get to Rival Sons. Maybe she'll get there. Um, and it's the same with all the kids listening, the 14 and 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds listening to Motley Crue going, wow, this guitar sounds really good, you know? I, I want to learn how to play the guitar. Hey, I can do that. You know, mm-hmm. I can put a band together. I can do it myself. I can make music. I can be in rock and roll. So it opens avenues. And, you know, and I just don't think that the Academy of Recording Sciences is doing music and rock music any favors by putting these people and, and you know all due respect to them they're probably very good in their other genres but putting them up as rock and rollers we should have a a show when, the, when we get closer to the grammys on who we nominate for rock <laughs> performance and rock song and rock album of the year we should do that you know we should have okay. people we should put out the nominees and we should have people vote on you know who who is the album of the year for for there rock and roll? I, I like that. I, I you know, and I think we get a great response too because I think your audience and then my silver keep rock alive and uh, and some others out there. I think they're really engaged followers and rock music uh, listeners and consumers and people who are really you know educated and they do their due diligence and they we are watching the stuff on YouTube and listening to Bandcamp and, and exploring, you know, so I think, uh, I mean, honestly, way more in touch 
with what's going on in rock music than apparently the recording arts and sciences people are. So that sounds really negative, but but it, it, it is to, be, to well, be honest, they deserve a little bit of it, right? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And and like I have stated a few times in this in this episode, I now understand. Like when I saw these nominations, I kind of had like this, you know, epiphany where I'm like, oh, I get it now. I understand when someone says I hate new rock music. Well, if you're if they're basing it on what the elitists are telling us is rock music, then yes, I agree with them. However, you know, what we're listening to and what we're finding is way better than what we're being told rock music is. And it just makes everything more cloudy and it makes it harder to resonate with people and to connect with people that, hey, this is really good stuff. This is new. No, I don't want to listen to it. It's new rock. It just doesn't sound like rock and roll anymore. Well, you know, if if they're basing it on the Grammy nominations, then yes, but... All I can tell people who may be listening is do not rely on this crap to tell you what rock and roll is because it's not. It is not. Outside of Rival Sons, it's not. But you mentioned, like, I was even thinking about that, too. Like, the Rank Tours, like, I thought their last album was great. I thought the the Black Keys album was great. And just to leave, and and those are two big names. Those guys, you know, with Jack White, you know, and the Rank Tours, and then, of course, the Black Keys. I mean, those aren't, like, you know, unknowns. No, I like what. What kind of an awesome album do you need to put out to be nominated? Oh, well, <laughs> to be completely, you know, kind of a bitch about this. Apparently, you just can put out like a really kind of, in my opinion, average album, you know, and get nominated for best rock LP because I'm uh, like, I don't get this music. Uh, when when you when you have really the Raconteurs and the Black Keys probably two of the best albums that came out last year or this year and um and, and possibly two of the best their best albums in their careers right are really strong contenders they're not done yet so uh, to can be completely overlooked is kind of discouraging. I it's, yeah it's kind of you know you're like what. I mean, I can't imagine if I was in the ba- either one of those bands and then I took a look at what was going on over at the Grammys and just shake my head and, like, completely lose any respect. Winning a Grammy or getting a nomination is supposed to be a very prestigious thing in the industry, right? Is it not? I agree. Like, yeah. multiple Grammy award, you know, mm-hmm. like having... Uh, you know, your album go platinum, you know, and, and um, being nominated for the Rock Hall of Fame. It's like that. Yeah, so there's a, a few kind of accolades that as a musician, a singer, a songwriter, you want to get. Uh, I always thought that a Grammy would be one of them. Uh, on that album, any of these albums that I love, and then I saw this, I would just be like, are you kidding me? Wasn't the, the Metallica nomination with the Jethro Tull, the Jethro Tull Metallica year. Wasn't that the first year that the Grammys actually had a rock and heavy metal nomination? Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, could have been. It was heavy metal, right? Yeah, and they screwed the first year for heavy metal. They screwed that. They screwed the pooch on that. Oh, yeah. You know? um, Yeah, so 
again, I'm kind of anyway, like, you know, yeah. I'm kind of like we shouldn't rely on the Grammys to tell us what rock and roll is. But when you see a complete disregard for the genre and a, and a, and a complete utter disrespect, a slap in the face to the genre. Yeah, I know who cares and it's the Grammys, but we should care. We should care about the disrespect. We should keep promoting and playing and listening to new rock music. We shouldn't be bothered by this in a, in a sense that, you know, we should just not believe in rock and roll anymore. We should still keep fighting the fight, keep pumping our fists in the air, keep going to rock shows, keep buying tickets, keep buying records, keep listening to music, and hopefully someday it'll be brought back to rele- relevancy. You know, and, and, and there's so many issues right now um, and there's so many problems with the genre. It's just not one single problem. There's a whole slew of things. Right. And oh, hopefully yeah. in the coming years, these things start to be fixed. And um, I agree. You know, I, I, I still think the biggest problem is the infrastructure um, yeah. because there is good music coming out and it's got nowhere to go except Exactly. Uh, you know, totally except in the, yeah, except in the land of social media, where okay. rock fans have to work. It's a, you know, it's almost like a full time job to find rock music, and that's the first thing that's really got to change. That's that's what's got to change yeah. first. I agree. So, to everybody who goes and listens to these um, nominees, uh, you might find something you like. You might find something you disagree with. And, and in a rock category, you're going to just be shaking your head. But I, I found that the Grammy Award for the Best Metal Performance, uh, the first year it was given was in 89, and yes, Jeff O'Toole beat um, and Justice for All, um, which was just a scathing mistake, apparently. It's like, can never be forgiven. And I think it's probably kind of hard to recover from that. That's a pretty big stumble. So, you know... Um, just to be like everybody know that the Grammys are online, you know, you can, you can tag them and say, how about this album in rock category? I might do that. <laughs> you know, right, yeah. if, if social media, if social media is worth at, if we uh, make some noise, maybe people will notice enough. Didn't they have, they had ACDC open up the show a few years ago, right? And mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and it's like they they do that to kind of give them an audience, right? Because people are tuning in for ACDC, right. and ACDC is one of the biggest bands in the world. But you know, when it comes to actually having knowledge of music, it just it lacks. It, it it's just not there. Yeah. Whoever the people who are working for was it the Academy of Arts and Sciences, they don't know shit. I mean, to be to be yeah. perfectly honest and blunt, yeah. they don't. They don't. Yeah. You know? Well, let's remind them now and again, uh, you know, at the, at the Academy that, you know, what real rock is. So, and, and but I like to say, I think my final words, I would like to see that they actually did get the heavy metal um, category fairly right. They so, did. So um, they did it. Yeah, they did it. So it leads me to believe that there's hope. So the people who are voting for heavy metal, um, obviously 
they know their genre very well. Um, I really like the Kill Switch and Gage. I hope they win. I think that's a great album that they put out this year. I really like them. I love Tool. Mind of Tool One. But so it it shows me that they can get it right, Jay. That they there's people within the organization that actually understand rock and metal. Right. Maybe next year some of those same voters can help the people out in the rock category. <laughs> if you're thinking, if you're looking at, let's say, a a tower, right, a building, the Grammy yeah. building, the heavy metal floor is getting it right. The rock yeah. floor, they all need to be let go. Okay, <laughs> we 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 we're going to be moving on. Do it after Christmas, you know. Do it after the holidays, but but um, they they need they need a reorganization. They need to maybe work in the mail room. Or, you know, they all need to, to it's, like, it's like a mass firing, you know? Yeah, I hear you. Give them a buyout, oh my you know? God. Give, them, give them some severance pay. But, yeah, you, have, you are failing. If it, you know, if all jobs are pretty much performance-based, well, it's time to let some people go there at the Grammys, you know? I know. So. You know, one of the things when I look at this list and you talk about the Me Too movement, inclusion, and stuff like that, I, and one way I can see that they were probably maybe trying to expand rock and roll genre and be inclusive by including women, obviously, and um, they, they hit that. They got two women. They don't really rock, but they are women. So, I mean, I can see that somebody in an office somewhere who was worried about the um, the notion that rock and roll is all white male, you know, and that they need to kind of counter it in this particular political era. Then when you look at it through that filter, Jay, some of this makes sense. Uh, some of I don't it know. Makes sense. <laughs> some of it, it from, from the inclusion, you know, but that's not based on music. It's based on other criteria, right? So let's just remember that. And I think in certain things in life, you just have to judge them for what they are without adding all the other hashtags on top of it. Yeah, I, I hope that's, that's not I hope, I hope that's not the reason. Uh, there may be something to that. Yeah, I, there's, there's plenty of other female musicians right. out there. Nita Strauss, I think, just, just released yeah. a new album uh you know i don't know right uh, i'm sure the listeners can do can fill uh, us in on all the uh, great women in rock that we missed yes yes definitely drop those in the comments well hey all right i i appreciate you jumping on and talking about this i i appreciate it um let's do it again I know there's a, a topic I'm going to send you a message about that I want to do maybe after the first of the year. So let's do that. All right, Jay. Thanks so much for having me back. I'd love to uh, chat with you anytime. Once again, that's Christy Inigle. This is Jay Scott. This is The Hook Rocks, your ultimate rock community podcast. Have a great day, everybody. <laughs>
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.